0: Good evening everyone, hopefully everyone is having a blessed evening as we are. As always, we'd like to say praise the Lord, thank the Lord for yet another day in the land of the living, and another chance to get our acts together. Today is November 9th, 2023, in week 249, if you're new around here. Welcome to Joy in the midst of the Storm, this is a program where we like to do weekly live stream Bible studies and shortly upload audio versions to every major podcast platform shortly thereafter. And if you've been with us for a while, as we always like to say welcome back. Thank you guys for tuning in week in and week out, trying to hear what thus says the Lord. Now I see we have two early comments. We have David and Casey. David says, praise the Lord, my brothers. Lord bless you in Jesus name. Hope everyone is having a blessed day in the Lord. And Casey says, praise the Lord, brothers. Hopefully everyone is having a blessed day in Christ. God bless, love y'all, and we love y'all too. And thank you so much for tuning in and being some of the early comments. Uh, We just have another one. Kim says, greetings to all in the name of Jesus. So praise the Lord to you guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. Excuse me. As you can see from the title, it says the Spirit of God. So without any further ado, I'm going to pass it over to Minister Tony Banks. We can go ahead and get started with this evening's message. As always, we pray that you guys get something out of it.
1: Thank you, Melvin. Before we get into it tonight, we always like to start with a prayer. So if you guys are at a a place where you can pause what you're doing, we encourage you to join in with us. Heavenly Father, thank you again for just bringing us together, Lord, for giving us this opportunity to seek your word, for giving us this opportunity to learn more about you, Lord. We thank you for how you continue to watch over us, how you continue to bless us, how you continue to help us and keep us in our right minds, Lord. There are so many things going on around the world, Lord, but we just thank you first and foremost for being who you are, God who loves us. Lord, even though other people, uh, they may not care about us, other people may have given up on us, Lord, but we thank you for being just who you are. Lord, we're praying for the Bible study tonight that your word would go forth, that you alone would increase and that we would all decrease. Lord, we're praying that no matter what happens to us in this life, continually remind us that there is a reason to have joy in the midst of every storm. And so, Lord, we're praying all these blessings. In your tremendous
0: name, Jesus, amen. Amen. All right.
1: Again, uh, greetings to each of you. God bless each of you for being with us.
0: Hold on. One second. Sorry, Tony. I'm Go just ahead. saying they cannot hear you. Um, let me see. I think I know. Yep, that would be it. All right, sorry about that. Uh, I had my eyes closed for the prayer, so I didn't see the comments. Uh, you should be able to hear him now. Sorry about okay. that.
1: <laughs> all right, testing, testing, testing. I hope you guys can yeah, hear me now. now. <laughs> all right, all right. Um, we we are. Uh, every now and then, there are definitely some wrinkles, but thank God that we are ready to go now. We're ready to go. So God bless e- each of you for tuning in with us for another Bible study. I think I heard Melvin say it was week 249 or episode 249. Um, I I oftentimes forget how many Bible studies we did just on Facebook live alone. And it still blows my mind that we did this many Bible studies, but uh, all the glory and honor belongs to God for him uh, just bringing us together this many times. Uh, Giving us a mind because God knows had it not been for him, there is no way you would have gotten me into 200 Bible studies, (laughs) not even 100. So uh, God has definitely been he's been gracious. He's been kind. He's been wonderful. He's been so merciful to us. Um, and, And I feel that I can say that on behalf of everyone. God has been merciful to us. Uh, regardless of what things that we can look at in our lives that have not went exactly how we wanted them to. But nonetheless, God has still been good to us. And so we're going to get into some things tonight. Um, Again, God bless each of you for being here. So let's go to the book of Luke, chapter 9. I think you probably already have that verse pulled
0: up.
1: But we're going to... Look at some things that, you know, I I like to look at things that are happening every day. Things that are going on in our own backyard, things that are going on in the world that we're living in. Doesn't matter where you live in the world, doesn't matter which state, which city, doesn't matter your zip code, it doesn't matter which country. These things in this book are going on every day. You know, I used to, I really, I really didn't know anything about the Bible and the word of God. But, you know, I thank God that he called me into the ministry. And after that point, I thank God for him just allowing me to see a few things in this book. And, you know, it makes it meaningful to me that I can see it when I step out my front door. I can see it when I open up my phone and I see things that are going on in the news. I say, wow, you know, the word talks about this. You know, the, the devil is so powerful. And the reason I say that is because there is no way anyone in the world should not believe in this book. And I get it. The people have their own choice. I respect it. But if someone would genuinely sit down and say, you know, I'm not sure if the Bible is actually real. I'm not sure if it's true. But one thing I know is if a person would genuinely sit down and invest time in reading this book, if they were to actually open their eyes around them and and look out into the world and see, wow, the Bible said this would happen. You know, there's no way anyone would come out not believing this. If we would all just sit down and say, "I want, I want God to prove to me that He's real," you know, I I, I challenge you. If you're not sure, just ask God to prove to you. Begin studying this book and see for yourself. See for yourself. If this book is not real, if the things happening all around you were not written years and years, decades ago, thousands of years ago, at least above 2,000 years ago, these things were written. And they're still happening at this very present time. It had to be God. So let's let's pick it up here at Luke chapter nine. Because I, I really want someone out there to see this. I really want you to see these things because it will transform your life for the better. You know, I, I spoke with someone recently a person who was in a bad situation. And I was just trying to get them to understand how this book can really change their life. I, I did a Bible study, what was that, Monday, talking about how we as people, we hurt ourselves. But that's what God is about. He's about helping us to no longer hurt ourselves. He wants to help us. And so if we could get on his side, our life would truly be better. So let's pick it up because I want to talk about the spirit of God today. We're going to pick it up uh, in Luke chapter nine and verse 60. Let's see what Jesus said here.
0: Jesus said unto him, let the dead bury the dead, but go thou and preach the kingdom of God.
1: Now, so that we have a little context here, drop back to verse 59, Luke 9 and 59. Let's see what that says, man.
0: And he said unto another, Follow me. But he said, Lord, suffer me first to go and bury my father. You know, this is why Jesus came to make followers,
1: to make disciples, to get people to believe in. God, the one true God. Look, there's a lot of gods in the world. There's a lot of gods. There are there are a lot of things that people can believe in, and everybody has their own choice. But Jesus came so that people would believe in what's true. See, I don't want to believe in something that's not true. That's a waste of my time. If anybody in the comments today say, Oh man, this stuff is fake. <laughs> Because a lot of people believe that. But if you were to prove that to me by the scripture now, I don't want you to prove something to me saying "Well, science said. it." Look, I went to school for science. I I like science just as much as you. But I don't want to hear what science said. Because once science begins to oppose God, then I have a problem. But I love science. But I can't love it more than God. I don't want to hear about philosophy. Look, those things are good until they go against what God says. So Jesus now, he comes to this person and he says, follow me. And the person responds to Jesus. He said, Lord, look, allow me. The word suffer means to allow. He says, allow me to go and bury my father. My father, I want to bury him first, and then, Lord, I'll follow you. Pick it up for
0: us in 60 again. Jesus said unto him, Let the dead bury the dead, but go thou and preach the kingdom of God. Now, Jesus was tough. (laughs) There's no doubt they
1: wanted to kill this man, and ultimately he allowed them to kill him. Now, I won't get into all of that tonight. But he allowed them to kill him. Jesus talking to this man, he said, Let the dead bury their dead. Let the dead, you know, Jesus, the thing he was about was something that I I hear a lot of people talk about. People want to be enlightened, people want to be. Uh, You hear people today, (laughs) people say they're woke (laughs) and they're just as dead as they want to be. See, Jesus, he pointed out something here. He said, let the dead bury their dead. In another place, the scripture tells us a person can be dead and yet they're alive. Their body has blood flowing. They're breathing in and out. Their eyes are opening and closing. They're eating food. They're going to work, whatever they're doing. See, I, I mentioned it a little bit ago. I was talking to a man, homeless man. You know, I, it, I, I always like to, to communicate with people because I have a job to try to help in some type of way. That's my job. This is what God called us as his followers for, to help one another. And so as I'm talking to this man, I'm trying to get him to understand and seek God. See, I'm wondering, you know, how did you end up this way? And as I'm talking to the man, I'm noticing how he's going in and out of sleep. Man seemed like he was high on something to me. See, there are some things that are causing us to be dead while we're living. This this is the condition that many people find themselves in. And so Jesus said, there are going to be some dead people. They're alive now. They're, my God, but Jesus said they're dead. He said, let those people bury them. He's physically dead, and they are spiritually dead. But they're walking around saying, I'm woke. They're walking around saying, I'm enlightened. They're walking around saying, look at how much money I have in my bank account. Look at how successful I am. Look at all of the things I've accomplished. There's no way that you can tell me I'm dead. But see, Jesus understood something that they did He understood something that we don't understand. So this is why he came to teach us, to help us, to wake us up. See, you can be fully, you can be fully awake and still asleep. See, we're talk- talking spiritual now. We're talking spiritual. He said, let the dead bury their dead. See, anybody in their right mind knows two dead people can't bury each other. (laughs) Anybody in their right mind knows this. A person, look, if I die tonight, don't say, look, I'm going to let Tony bury me. Tony won't bury you. (laughs) We understand this. See, he's dealing with some people who were spiritually dead. See, the reason we do this Bible study is called Joy in the midst of the Storm. I don't want you to be spiritually dead. I know we're going through trials, tribulations. We're going through problems. We're going through tough times, whatever it is. But at the end of the day, if you remain spiritually dead for the rest of your life, see, see people get this thing mixed up. See, uh, look. I, I come from the. I'm I'm from the South. I'm from the South, and in the South, people talk about soul food. See, we think those things spiritually awaken you. <laughs> they say, "Oh, you just need some soul food. Oh, you just need to relax and have fun." We think that a lot of those things will awaken us spiritually, but it won't. No food is ever going to spiritually awaken you. No amount of fun and entertainment. Look, I I went to school. I I worked in the sports realm. I, I enjoy sports, but no amount of entertainment, no amount of sports, no amount of any of these things are going to awaken you spiritually. Sometimes people they do something fun and they say, Man, I feel so alive but only if they had a talk with Jesus. He wouldn't say you're alive because you drive a nice sports car and you hit 120 and the adrenaline was flowing because you got on the roller coaster, because you went to (laughs) Six Flags. He wouldn't say that you're alive because of these things, because you went jet skiing, He wouldn't say that you're alive. Those are just fun activities. Jesus here said, let the dead bury their dead. He's dealing with people who are not spiritually alive. He said, but go thou and preach. Preach something to wake them up. Preach something to help these people. This is what this program is about. I want to help you see some things that God has helped me to see. But now it's up to you. You've got a choice. And God knows I'm not going to force you. It's up to you to hear about God's kingdom. To hear about what it is that God has for you. But I'm telling you, no car is going to spiritually awaken you. No marriage, no soul food, no amount of money, no amount of any fun and exciting thing is going to spiritually awaken you. It's going to take God. It's going to take God and if you would allow him, he'll show you things you never imagined, things you never see, things that other people can't see. Look, I've been to so many places, and I'm sure I haven't been to as many places as some of the people listening to me. But even the places that we travel in every day, I've been in the same places. And I'll travel the same roads, heading back and forth to work, heading back and forth to school, wherever it may be. And, you know, every once in a while, someone will say, hey, have you seen this place? Have you seen this store? Have you seen this building or this park or this whatever? And I say, you know, where is it? They say, oh, it's on this road. I say, what? I pass by this place every day. How did I not see this? See, this is what God will do for you. He will show you some things that's happening every single day. And we're walking right past it. Don't even notice it. This is why the Bible talked about people who have eyes and see not, having ears, and yet we can't hear. See, the Bible talks in code. But he's giving us what it takes. He's giving us what it takes to uncover the mysteries that are in this book. Like, this is the best thing that will ever happen to you. This is the best thing that, that will ever happen to you. So we're talking about the spirit tonight because Jesus mentioned some people who were spiritually dead. So I want to look at a few things tonight. Let's move over to the book of Romans, chapter eight, and verse 13, Romans eight and
0: verse 13. For if ye live after the flesh, ye shall die. But if ye through the Spirit do mortify the deeds of the body, ye shall live. Now, we're talking
1: spiritual talk. Now, this is some rough stuff here. This is some hard to understand things. But I'm telling you, if you stick with the word, God will reveal this to you. He says, For if ye live after the flesh, see, if you go around and doing whatever it is that you want to do, he said, Ye shall die. You know, that's what from the very beginning God told Adam. He said, Look, the day you eat of this tree, the tree that I told you not to, he said, Look, ye shall surely die the very day you do it. But you know, Adam didn't die. He didn't die that same physical day that we think. He lived over what, 800 years? Over 900 years, he lived a long time. But there was something spiritual that happened that day. There was a spiritual disconnect With God. See, if we do exactly what we want to do, he said, for if you live after the flesh, if you go about living your life saying, I don't have to follow any rules, I can do my own thing, do you understand the consequences behind that? You are spiritually disconnecting yourself from God. See, the world we live in has rules. There's no way around this. People can dislike the government. People can dislike what mayor's in office. Look, it's election time. (laughs) People can dislike what mayor, uh, what judge. People can dislike the president. You can dislike whoever you want. But at the end of the day, look, you can dislike the police officer, but there are rules that they tell you to follow. And if you break those rules, when you get caught, There's a price to pay. There's fines. There's jail time. There are consequences. See, God is no different. He's giving us different rules. And all he's asking is for you to abide by them. But if you live how you want to live, after your own flesh, after your own desires, after your own will, he said, you shall die. You're spiritually dying. Spiritually. We didn't get the verse, but he talked about the person who's living in pleasure while they live. He said they're dead while they live. You know what? Let's go and get that. Uh, Because I want to make sure that we're on the same page here. Run over to 1 Timothy chapter 5, and we'll come back over here. 1 Timothy 5 and six, because I want to make sure we're on the same page. I don't want anyone to be lost so that you can understand what I'm saying here. First Timothy
0: chapter five and verse six. But she that liveth in pleasure is dead while she liveth. See, Jesus was on to something.
1: Sometimes when, when we, uh, <laughs> sometimes when people say something crazy, and we don't understand what they're saying, we say, oh, they're talking out the side of their neck. <laughs> I'm sure there were times that people thought, Jesus, look, this man's talking out the side of his neck. He's lost his mind. He's crazy. At one point, they said, look, he, it's a devil. <laughs> the devil is using this fella." <laughs> but now Paul has picked up on something. See. Jesus is not talking here. Now Paul has picked up on something. He said, but she that liveth in pleasure. He said, even though she's alive. Even though she's alive. Even though. She's dead while she's living. So let's go back where we were. Let's go back where we were. Because I just want you to understand that without the spirit of God, you can be dead even though you're living. Even though you're walking around. Even though you're having a good time. Even though things might seem to be going good for you, it's possible to be dead while you're living. See, I don't want this to happen to you. Look, I don't want this to happen to me. I don't want this to happen. See, let let me explain to you why this is a dangerous thing. See, the, the Bible talks about, in the book of Romans, how... When we continue to reject God, he will hand you over. God will hand you over to a mind that he called reprobate, a mind where you can't determine right from wrong, a mind where you're constantly hurting yourself, a mind where you're hurting other people. And you think you're doing the will of God. See, this is why, See. I'm I'm trying to get somebody to understand. Look around you. Look at the problems going on in the world. Not that long ago, what, a week or two ago? This person goes into, what, a bowling alley, shoots some people, injures some people, goes into another location, injures people, kills people. I think the final count was maybe about almost 20 people, 17 people or so. Other people injured. And after that, this man goes and takes his own life. See, look at the spirits that are in the world. See, this is not the spirit of God using this person. I want you to see the Bible talks about this stuff. It's happening every day. Look, that that wasn't the first time we've seen a mass killing. And I can tell you what, as long as God doesn't Uh, send Christ back first, if Jesus doesn't come back first and and takes us all out, I can tell you it won't be the last time either. There will be more because the Bible declares so. God directly speaks against murder. These are his rules. And yet, somebody's making the choice to disobey. Somebody's dead While they're living, they're spiritually dead. That's not what God wants them to do. But yet, someone thinks it is. Look, we're going to come up with all kinds of excuses. We're going to say, oh, they've got mental issues. Yeah, they do. Because they're dead while they're living. That's what Jesus tells us. See, I'm going to trust what he says. He is the creator. He is the maker. He understands things that the scientist does not. He understands things that the psychologist does not. Look, I appreciate all these people. But there's more to understand. There are so many things going on in this world. There are so many spirits. Look, there's a spirit of lying. Some people just can't control themselves. Look, I've known people. (laughs) I've known people. Who they just couldn't help but lie. And you will know they're lying. People that I've been close with, they just come up with all these lies. And I'm like, man, don't you know I was there? You don't have to lie about a situation. I was there. You're not talking to someone who wasn't around. You're not talking to a strength. But the spirit that's in them, they just can't help themselves. They just can't help themselves. People will lie about everything. Look, they can't even tell you what they ate today without lying. (laughs) Look at the problems we're faced with. There are different spirits in this world. Somebody's dead while they're living. And it's not the spirit of God now. This is not the Holy Spirit. When people are running around lying left and right, there's a spirit of hatred. People, certain people, they just hate folks for no reason. They say, oh, you know, I don't know why. But I just don't like them. <laughs> Never met them. Never talk to them. <laughs> don't know anything about them. But they said, I don't know why. Look, I know why. It's a spirit. And you're dead while you're living. You need the spirit of God to take over your life so that you can learn how to love. So that you can learn how to not mistreat people. There are, look, there are other people I think about Some people, they just love to be defiant. They love to go against the grain. They love to oppose everything. You know, there are times I've seen people who you can say something and they actually agree. They actually agree. But they say, you know what? I just want to play devil's advocate. (laughs) (laughs) They just love to fight people, they love to argue, they love to to see someone outraged and and angry and upset. What kind of spirit is that? That's not the spirit of God. Why are you playing devil's advocate all day and you actually agree with what the person said? (laughs) Look at what we're faced with. Who wouldn't believe this book? I seen something. You know, I want to. I want to run somewhere else because I, I want you guys to see this stuff. Uh, we'll come back here, but run to the Book of Leviticus, Leviticus chapter twenty. See if if somebody has to wake up. Somebody has to wake up. Now we're going to the Book of Leviticus, chapter twenty, verse. 15. Now, this is all the way back around the beginning of time. Now, really grasp what I'm saying. This is at the beginning of time. God created the world. Moses was nowhere to be found but now after some time after Adam and Eve die after all of these other people have long gone after Abraham and all these other people now we find Moses Moses then writes the book of Genesis he writes the book of Leviticus so i'm i'm taking you back to the very beginning of time so that you can see there is nothing new under the sun there's nothing new. I don't care that you say, oh man, we're in the 21st century. We can be in whatever century you want us to be in. The same things that happened then are taking place right now. Same things. I want you to read something, Melvin. I want
0: you to read verse 15 here, and I'll explain why after you read this verse. And if a man lie with a beast, He shall surely be put to death, and ye shall slay the beast. If a
1: man lie with an animal, if a man see my God, the the, an evil spirit will take over you and cause you to do some foolish stuff. See, there's a lot of strange stuff going on in the world. I seen a report the other day, that a couple, a man and a woman, were indicted for having sexual relations with dogs. This is what this verse is talking about. He said, and if a man lie with a beast. Now, notice he put if, But see, God had everything written to us because he already knew what was going to take place. He already knows. You can't tell me you don't see these things going on. It's happening. There are strange things happening. Stuff that you can look at and say, man, I don't know what possessed them. I can tell you. Somebody is dead while they're living. Somebody is not following the spirit of God. So they're following the spirit of the devil. They're following strange lusts. They're having strange desires. They're having strange fetishes, all kinds of weird stuff. See, if you don't start seeking God, this same stuff can happen to you and I. See, I, I know We can look at this and say, man, I would never do that. I would never do this. Let me ask you something. Have you ever did something you said you would never do? Have you, just be honest with yourself. Have you ever did something you claimed you would never do? See, if we don't get God's protection, somebody would be reading about us on the news somebody will be reading about us in the newspaper saying, man, what happened to Minister Tony? This man has lost his mind. (laughs) People being with animals. See, God is not, not pleased with this stuff. See, people are going beyond. You know what? Go up. Go up to verse 13. See, we're not going to read a lot of this stuff But I just want to show you that these things have been taking place since the beginning. And you can see see it happening all around you. And some of us have did these same very things. And I'm here tonight to tell you, it's okay if you have. Now, I'm not telling you you're justified. But what I am saying is, God still cares about you. He's still offering you an opportunity to get yourself clean. He's he's offering you this. That's what this program is about. It's not for you to stay this way. This program is not to condemn you. There was a story that I seen, uh, another story I seen recently. Man, who was a preacher? Preacher of a church, man who is a mayor of a city, and he's living a double life. Living a life as a woman. Wearing women's clothing, posting pictures as a woman, makeup, hair, nails, all this other stuff. See, this is what we're living in. This is the world. There are spirits out there that will take over your life, and you will be dead while you're living. Look, the man was exposed. Now, I hate how they did the guy because somebody should have told him, look, man, you messed up. You're doing some some twisted stuff. But there's an opportunity to be redeemed. There's an opportunity for you to straighten up. There's an opportunity for you to change your life But instead, the news broke, pictures went everywhere. The man was so ashamed, he committed suicide. See, the devil will take over your mind. God, the Bible already declared this. God already said, look, if we continue to live in ways he tells us not to live, he said, I'll hand you over. Look, I don't want God to hand me over. I don't want
0: God to hand you over. Read verse 13 for us. If a man also lies with mankind as he lieth with a woman, both of them have committed an abomination. If a man lies with another man,
1: tell me it's not happening. You've got people, adults, Lusting after children. See, all of this is talked about in this book. See, it's important for us to receive the spirit of God, because if you don't. These type of behaviors will overtake you. These behaviors will cause some problems in your life. It'll cause marriages to be ruined. It'll cause families to be torn. It'll cause lives to be lost. Somebody has to wake up and realize God doesn't want you to live like this. He wants to help you. So it's not about shaming someone I don't believe in doing it. it's not about making someone embarrassed and all of that. No, it's about helping. Let's, let's go back to where we were. Uh, I, I, I want to encourage you guys to read that chapter and just see what things he brought up and just ask yourself, is it happening? So now actually my time is just about up uh, because my time is about up. Let's let's go to 1 Timothy chapter 4. I can end it here. 1 Timothy chapter 4.
0: Verse 1. Yes, let's go to verse 1. Now the Spirit speaketh expressly that in the latter times some shall depart from the faith, giving heed to seducing spirits and doctrines of devils. See, I want you
1: guys to notice this verse. The Holy Spirit speaketh expressly. The Word of God is trying to let us know that in the last days, people are going to be giving heed to some other type of spirit, some seducing spirit. See, these are spirits taking over people, you know, uh, anybody I've talked, I've heard people talk about anyone who has committed heinous crimes, any mass killer, any rapist, you know, anyone who's done something along those lines, some, some really bad things. You know, I often hear people say, oh, well, we should just kill them. And, you know, and people think That because they killed them, they fixed the problem. That's what they think. And they hadn't fixed the problem yet. Hadn't fixed the problem yet. See, you can't kill a spirit. A spirit was using them. Nobody in their right mind wants to hurt themselves. Nobody. But a spirit will take over a person, cause them to harm other people and then take their own life. They're not in their right minds. So we can say, oh, I would never do this and I would never do that. No, you would not. And I wouldn't either. In my right mind. But if you're not careful, God will allow evil spirits to take over you. And cause you to do things that you would not normally do. This is why we need his spirit to protect us. This is why we need the Holy Spirit. So that we can live right. So that we can love one another as Jesus loved us. So that we can learn to go the extra mile for each other. So we can learn to not deceive one another. Look, people are ready. People are looking for an opportunity to backstab somebody. People are looking for it. There's so much fraud. There's so much theft. Had somebody steal from my bank account? Not that long ago. People are just looking for it. They don't care if it's your last dime. They don't care. Look at the world we're living in and tell me it doesn't speak about it in this book. It's all giving heed to seducing spirits. See, there are things as people we're seduced into doing. It makes you feel good for a period of time. But in reality... It is torturing you. It's torturing you. People that get strung out on different addictions. It makes them feel good while they're high. But look at the problems it causes. It's taking all their teeth out. It's, it's destroying their body's physical health. It's destroying their condition. It's causing them... look. Uh, a man told me he moved moved down here with his family members, with his cousins. See, I don't know how he went from living with his cousins, his cousins left him, now he's living on the streets. But doing different drugs, it'll cause you to hurt those people around you. I've seen instances where people, Because they're they're so strung out on something. They're looking for some type of Look, They'll kill their own family members. Just for another high. These are some dangerous times that we're living in. But I thank God that we have his word to protect us. See, you, you don't have to live this life, and if you already have it, you don't have to continue this. You don't have to, but you've got to receive God's spirit. You don't want to remain dead while you're living. As Jesus said, Hey, look, I know sometimes people will hear that and they'll get upset. So he called me dead. <laughs> Jesus called you dead. The one that you say (laughs) you adore. See, if you take offense to that, just know you become as the people who killed him. That's the reason they killed him, because he said things like this. They said, who does he think he is? This is why they killed him. He was honest with them. He tried to help them. The Bible said he came to his own and his own received him not. They didn't even receive him. We see right now, even the Jews over in Israel still don't accept Christ. This book is real. You can go back to the beginning of this book and you can find how God gave the land that they're still fighting over to the Jews. And all you gotta do is go to YouTube, go to Google, and you can see that they're still fighting over this same land, the same temple. This book, there's no no realer book in the world. There's nothing more real than this book. There's no no better uh, guideline for life. There's no better book that tells you what things are going to happen, what things have already happened, what things you should be doing, what things I should be doing. There's no other book that can do this like this book. And you know what? All we want to do is read some other book. Look, I don't want to read. You can sit down and write your book. I don't want to read it. I'm sure there's some good stuff in there, but I need to read this one first. I can sit down and write a book today, but it will not compare to this book. So I just don't even waste my time. (laughs) I just don't even waste my time. So when it comes to understanding life, this is the book above every book. This book is undefeated. This book has withstood the test of time. Because God declared it would. Isn't it incredible that we have scriptures that were written so many years ago, so many decades ago, God made it possible that it would land on our doorstep. Things get so twisted and misconstrued, but God made it possible for us to receive this book. See, he wants you to be saved. That's his ultimate desire. It's not his ultimate wish that we make all the money in the world. Look, where God is planning to take us, he said the streets, look, they're paved with gold. You don't have to be down here fighting, fighting over money, fighting over territory. God is going to give you all of this. Whether it happens today, it might not even happen in this life. Maybe it will, maybe it won't. But at the end of the day, as long as God takes me on into heaven, that's all that matters. Paul said, I reckon that the sufferings of this present time, he said, they're not even worthy to be compared. It's not even comparable to what heaven's going to be like. So I'm making up my mind. That's what I want. Sure, I want some things in this life. But even if God tells me, no, I've got to remain the course. I've got to stay focused. I can't allow someone to cause me to get sidetracked. I can't allow someone to cause, I can't allow the seducing spirit. See, people will seduce you into doing some stuff you have no business doing. People will seduce you. They say, man, you nobody's going to find out. <laughs> Nobody will. you can just take, you can just take some of this money. Nobody's going to know. The thoughts will come into your own mind. Seducing spirits. Nobody's going to know. You can watch this. Nobody knows about it. Oh, just telling a little white lie here. It's okay. Seducing spirits. Don't give in. These are the things that God is concerned with. So I pray that we would seek the spirit of God, the Holy Spirit. I pray that we would seek it. We would ask God for it. If you don't know about it, because I really didn't get into how you receive it. But if you're not sure, ask. Ask. Our inboxes are always open. You can always message me. You can give me a call because it's important for you to receive this. You know, I said I'd finish it here, but I have to take that back because I want to go back to Romans. I've got to take that back. I need to go back to Romans chapter eight. And yeah, let's read verse nine. We started
0: there, but let's read verse 9 again. But ye are not in the flesh, but in the Spirit. If so, be that the Spirit of God dwell in you. Now Now, if any man have not the Spirit of Christ, he is none of his. See, notice there is an if.
1: If so be that the Spirit of God dwell in you. See, we don't start out with God's Spirit dwelling in us. I know somebody has lied to us, and every look they'll tell you, oh, you already got the Spirit of God. Look, everybody has it, according to the devil. Everyone does, doesn't start out with this. In fact, none of us do. It's something we have to receive. You don't start out with knowledge. You don't start out with knowledge. You come into this world as an infant and you receive knowledge. You learn words. We learn things. So it's no difference with the Holy Spirit. We have to receive this. Because if you die without it, now this is what God's word says. He said, you'll be none of his. So it's okay if you don't have it right now. You still have an opportunity. You still have a chance to receive it. But I'm telling you, don't wait too late. Don't put it off. Look, I've put a lot of things off in my life. And I'll think about it every blue moon. I say, oh, yeah, I still need to do this. I'm I'm still planning to do it. And a year passes. (laughs) Then another year passes. 30 years later, you still hadn't did it. You know, this that's a dangerous thing because somebody's going to die without what God wanted them to have. And you're going to show up expecting to get into heaven. And he's going to say, depart from me, you work of, a, of iniquity. I know you're not. I don't want that to happen to me. I don't want that to happen to you. But if we're going to truly be a follower of Christ, we must accept what this book says. We must. You can't make up your own rules. I can't make up my own. God is not judging by my rules. He doesn't care about my rules. God doesn't care about that. And friend, he doesn't care about your rules. He's the boss here. You don't go to a job and you make up your own rules at the job. (laughs) You know, people have a tendency to follow the rules at the job, at least when the boss is around. They might break them when he's not around. But I want you to know God is always around. He always sees. So don't think you can make up your own rules and he's going to follow them. It won't work so we might as well line up with him now. He cares. He wants you to have his spirit, because if you die without it, he said you'll be none of his. May God bless you guys.
0: At this time, I will turn it back into the hands of Melvin. <clears throat> Excuse me, uh, thank you, minister. Uh, we do have a few more comments, let's see. Uh, also, thank you for the people that um said that we we can't hear Tony. Because if you never commented, we never would have known. Sister Lowe says, praise the Lord, everybody. And also, Cynthia says, praise the Lord, everyone. Um, Sister Rosie says, praise the Lord. So praise the Lord to you guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. And then David says, physical death is the death of the flesh, but spiritual death is separation from the presence of the Lord Jesus and that is true. Um, Kim also says, awesome lesson. And I am in agreement or agreeance, however you say it. Um, it's all, always an awesome lesson. And as Tony mentioned at the beginning of the live stream, um, he mentioned that I said it's week 249. This is just a live stream. Well, this is Bible study number 499 altogether. And this is not including um, when we first started because those were not recorded. And then we started doing these messages on Facebook Messenger, and those are not recorded either um, until we moved over to Zoom. But it is such a blessing because, um, like Tony said, I never would have imagined um, going on 500 Bible studies. I used to come up with every excuse in the book to try to not go to church. And sometimes it will work, (laughs) you know, be in church, say, oh, my stomach's hurting. And they'll say, all right, lay down. And then I'll be able to go to sleep because I said my stomach was hurting. But I'm grateful that they made me go to church. Um, It taught me the the discipline because now I can sit in church three, four hours and enjoy it. And that was unheard of back then. So um, I'm just so grateful to receiving his spirit to get to know him more because I know that I am also still a babe in Christ. So I look forward to growing daily, getting to know him more. And um, those are all of the comments. Um, so thank you, David, Casey, Kim, Kiara, um, Nelia, Cynthia, and Sister Rosie. Thank you so much for the comments and thank you for tuning in. And as my well, weekly reminder to you guys, we do have Zoom Bible studies every Monday evening at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. And as I always like to say, rejoice in the Lord always, because today's tribulations are tomorrow's testimonies. Count it all joy, count it all joy, and again, count it all joy. There's reason to be joyful in the midst of every single storm. If the Lord blesses and says the same, we'll see you guys next Thursday evening with another topic coming straight from the word of God. So until then, you guys have a happy, safe and blessed weekend. And once again, thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you for listening to our weekly Bible study podcast. We hope you enjoyed this evening's message. My name is Melvin Corners, here along with Minister Tony Banks. You can catch these Bible studies live on Facebook every Thursday evening at 6.30 p.m. Central Standard Time at facebook.com slash jmsbible. We have Zoom Bible studies every Monday evening at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. Also, check out our website at jmsbible.com. There, you can listen to all of our in-person, Zoom, and live stream messages along with every scripture we've ever covered. Lastly, we have been getting a lot of questions about how people can donate. We have finally opened up a cash app if you find it in your heart to leave a donation because running these Bible studies takes money, which Tony and I have been paying since we first started. That name is dollar sign $JOYSTORM12. We appreciate each and every single donation, no matter how small. And remember to rejoice in the Lord always.